losing money not to. He brought them from home, right? The headphones? Because he loves them so much? Yeah, yeah. He leaves them here because he's like, <laughs> I want my best stuff to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. You know something gross? Hmm. Uh friend of mine, but in casual conversation, uh, actually, it's kind of funny. Is this for air or not for air? It doesn't matter. I okay. don't know. He just threw in a casual bangerang as an exclamation. Like from Hook? Yes. <laughs> but so the funny thing about it, though... So he lives in a, a country in Central Asia, okay? Oh, okay, and nobody speaks English there. And he's convinced the people that he's uh, been around that when he says that, that that's just something Americans say. <laughs> <laughs> like, has he lied to him and said that, or is they just like have now assumed that they just an Ameri- assume that's the way wow. he talks? So that that's that's an American thing. You just bangerang. <laughs> that'll be like ah oh, bangerang. Oh boy. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Do I know this person? Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack. <laughs> Heck, someone said that on a podcast I listened to this last week. No, was yeah. it me? No. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack. Quack, quack. Hamburger. Uh, I got to start weaving hamburger back into the lexicon. <laughs> I mean, I gave it up for shucky, duck it, quack, quack for a while, but I feel like hamburger's more compact. Yeah. I can get more more in there. And it's worse. It is worse. <laughs> it's like way worse. I don't know how. Because Shucky Ducky Quack Quack is trying harder, uh-huh. but hamburger is like almost like realistic, so it makes it worse. Hamburger. Because, you know, it's like cheese and crackers. Hamburger. You know, I it's. I still don't like it. I still hate it. <laughs> no, I think you love it. No, I still hate it. I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't know. Like the more we talk about maybe liking it, the more I hate it. Okay. Well, it's, it's coming back. <laughs> Taking just, it back. Just wait till I make a joke. <laughs> and I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll do Pickle Rick and Hamburger and Chucky Ducky all in a row and you'll explode. No, it'll it, it'll probably be like I'll make a joke and then two minutes later I'll be like, oh, 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 ha- hamburger. <laughs> you'll have forgotten the joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hamburger. Do you want to talk about video games? Yeah. Let's talk about video games. Let's talk about them. Welcome to an all new Waz curated indie games. I'm Joey. And I'm Ari. We're going to talk about some video games. Yeah. it's It's been a hot minute. Yeah. So the last episode that is not yet released, but the last one we recorded was we were talking about the Thanksgiving sale. Oh, boy. <laughs> so <clears throat> we've been through some things. Uh, I have since had children. We have gone through winter sale and Xmas. And I have played a lot of stuff. Did you then. Did you buy anything in the winter sale? I did. Um I don't honestly remember a ton of what it was. I bought Captain Forever finally because we saw that at Indiecade one year, and I thought it looked kind of cool. Captain Forever Remix, yeah. It's like you build. It did look cool. You build a spaceship that you shoot stuff with out of like Tetris pieces, yeah. Um, and then uh, Captain Forever Classic also came out, which was like the original vector version of it that looked was put up by somebody completely different than the remix. Mm-hmm. So I got all those together. Mm-hmm. Um, but why didn't you get them two weeks earlier at the last sale? Um, I think they surfaced to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, like suggestion-y, like it showed up. Okay. Um, and I the big ticket thing I bought was Mechanicus. Mechanicus. Which I have been playing some, and I've really liked, shockingly. It's the Warhammer yeah. uh, turn-based strategy. Yeah. Which... 
Uh, for those new to the show, we're going to be talking about a little bit not indie stuff before we dive into indie <laughs> stuff. So at the head of the show here, uh, Mechanicus, it's like I I have to be in a mood for a turn-based, grid-based strategy thing. Um, but they do something new here that I kind of like, which is there's this currency uh, that most of your weapons run off of. And the way that you get it is being by certain generation points on the board. So it's it's not only strategic placing. For, Who's your main character? You, there isn't like a main character. You have your tech priests. It, okay. Like you're you're the humans that are like mostly robotic. Okay. <clears throat> and you're fighting against the Necrons, which are like the um, Egyptian Terminators. Um, and that like their main thing is you kill them, and then you have to kill kill them to make them go away. Otherwise, they come back. Mm. So. It's a lot it's of like you got to crush the brains of the zomboids so they come back. Yeah, you have you you don't just knock them down because you can if you don't. There's like this overworld, uh, room choose your own adventure thing on top of it where you can if you take too long to get to the mission, it increases stuff in the Necrons' favor, like how many turns it takes them to regenerate or how many reinforcements will come. So you can. See, I thought it was a dating game where you give someone a mechanic kiss. <laughs> Hamburger. Uh, 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 uh. Was that something he did too? That uh, uh, uh. That's just like all Def Jam. Oh, okay. Like they all dance it off. <laughs> all right. Well, I hate that. Anyway, um, but it, it's it's neat because it's it's not all about cover and placement. It's you have to be able to power the weapons that make you win, which yeah. is kind of a cool cool uh, difference. Um, I also bought that Mutant Year Zero, which I just started playing yesterday. Looks very, very cool. It's very cool. Yeah? It's um, as good as it looks? It's different than it looks in that you are very fragile. So it's more you trying to pick off people in an encounter rather than the just like, getting in a fight. Yeah. Because there are... <clears throat> there's things that like if they see you they'll call in reinforcements and then you're fucked like i've not survived if reinforcements have been called in um and then there's another thing that'll bring like a, a medic robot that brings people back to life mm-hmm. even if they're like straight up dead mm-hmm. and he brought back <laughs> the guy that calls in reinforcements back to life cool. <laughs> and then as soon as he stands up just goes Fwomp. so i i'm saves gumming i like just have from her people from hearing how people have been bouncing off of it i can't play like that i know like i just don't want to play then like i'd rather quit than than constantly like if if a game forces me to be that fragile it's like just frustrates me endlessly it feels like it's that's part of the game then and it just should never be yeah it's it's fun and it feels very um like almost loot driven which is cool for that type of game like if you explore you mean like the, a diablo yeah like you explore the space and you find like the currency to upgrade stuff and you it's almost like open worldy in that you can move from zone to zone and it's up to you whether or not you want to engage but if you do then you like get experience to level up but if you sneak past you might not be able to survive if you get in that confrontation so if you like, you can set up your people, get in a fight, and if you're able to kill the person that you, quote, ambush uh, within, like, two turns, like, before they get to go again, yeah, 
They can go once, and then they go again. If they go again, then you're in full-on fight, and everybody knows. But if you can kill them before that point... It's like a stealth kill. Then it's a stealth kill. Cool. So it's it's a really neat thing. And it like if XCOM does that sort of wander around and then trigger the, the, the turn-based stuff, it's yeah. really cool. Like, it's... That's the worst part of XCOM when you're like don't know where to go. But that that that's kind of like um, Shadowrun. Oh, is it? You, where you're, it's an RPG. Yeah. And then, depending on what you do, you get into encounters that are you know the the map suddenly turns into a grid. Oh, and okay. now, but where you were is now where the fight is. I always thought so like Shadowrun was more like the old Baldur's Gate, Icewind Dale's, <laughs> where there was no grid it was just like you would pause it and issue your orders and then it would like you could play it entirely in in real time no if i remember correctly it's turn base oh okay this it's it's very like slick this mutant year zero like for being based on an actual property that i was positive no one had heard of except for me yeah because i have the book it's right there but it's like based on this pen and paper game it seemed like they drew a lot from the Shadowrun games. Okay, well, it's which were very good. So yeah. like it was a good well to draw from. This one is you're you're more an underdog, and you're not like a a powerful beast. You're a sentient duck and a boar and a lady with a horn. I guess she just joined. You know that know, old. I don't know chestnut. much about her yet. Um, it, you, you know, I love a lady who's horny. Hamburger. Shucky ducky quack quack. Have you? You said you were playing lots of AAA stuff, which is yeah, a lot of AAA stuff. But I, you know, that sale there was like zero. I just had zero interest in buying anything because there had literally been that sale two weeks before, and then there was another sale like two weeks before that. Mm -hmm. So I just I didn't buy a single thing, but I bought stuff on the Steam sale. I mean, on the Switch sale. Oh, right. Because that was a decent sale too. Mm -hmm. Um, We've played Artifacts since last this last episode. Yeah, that's true. Which I still like and actually just played a match today. But. I, 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 it's very cool and it's like so slick and slow, so different than other card games that it's definitely like drew inspiration from. But it definitely fixes certain aspects like just you know mana burn and mm-hmm. having the different lanes is very interesting. But it 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 still does uh, fall into the you know CCG trap of you pay to play. Pay to win. Pay to win. I think it depends on the mode. Like I've just been playing against bots, so like I yeah, know... the bots is fun. They did a really good job with the AI. Yeah, I gave them my deck because like when we played, I don't know if you remember, I had opened up all my packs and whatever, yeah, and just threw all the red heroes I had into a deck, yeah, and made one. And I which played... works, yeah, it, it totally was... works. Like um, that's not a bad way to do it. I gave that to a bot, and I took one of the pre-constructed ones, yeah, and it was like down to the wire. That's like, cool. They know how to use the deck I made better than I do. <laughs> yeah, the, the the bots are really, really good. Yeah. And the pre-constructed deck, and I do like that um, because of the different modes, they'll let you play against the bot with one of the pre-constructed decks of that like month. Yeah. So there'll be like 10 new pre-constructed decks. So you can kind of log on every month and suddenly play with completely brand new decks, mm-hmm. even if you're not buying any card, any additional cards or anything like that. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not playing it to be competitive or to play online really it's it's or if you're just playing against friends who are kind of in the same mode it's awesome yeah it's really really cool mm-hmm. i've i think i've put since i, I just i i had expectations that they had fixed the pay to play thing and mm-hmm. it, it they didn't i since i didn't buy it i justified buying 
like the more packs or more enough packs stuff. to do uh the phantom or the the draft mode again so i think i've put 10 bucks in it um, yeah it's definitely worth 10 bucks i yeah. mean that, that, it's such it's a 20. especially if you like card games at all it's like it's really good. it's really good i hope they keep doing stuff with it and like we i was telling you in there it's like i i feel like valve won't let it just disappear yeah there's no way they're just gonna keep shoving it at people and they don't make games quick enough to just move on to the next (laughs) game yeah um and it started They're freaking still supporting team fortress i mean they don't let things well except for left for dead they don't let let things die (sighs) too soon and half-life i guess (laughs) yeah um so you, what is there any big things you want to talk about that you've played through? Um, I mean, no, nah, nah, I mean, I, I can talk briefly, but like they've all been ta- like one of the things I finally played Odyssey, which is just like a very Zen Mario experience. Odyssey. Mario Odyssey, yeah, it's not not Assassin's Creed. not Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I, I've been not into like motivated to play an Assassin's Creed in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Mario Odyssey, which was just like a very satisfying Zen experience. It's like super easy but it feels like nice and comfortable <laughs> and it's like there's so many of these moons so if you get to one thing that's like frustrating you're like i'll there's just move right on there. to the other one right next door that one's fun and, you know and it's like it's so soft and it, it it plays in my mind how i remember mario 64 playing which mario 64 definitely doesn't play like that <laughs> yeah so it's it's just like Enough, enough's been said about how good that game is. Right. Uh, and then I beat, I, you know, I played through more than I should have the Spider-Man PS4. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I still don't. I know you don't. It's yeah. great. It's 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 exactly what it advertises, which is so <laughs> rare. It's just like a very free swinging. You know, it's like open world within a map. There are side quests if you want them, but if you don't, the fighting system. Uh, is Batman is it's it's close enough to batman to where you feel like a total badass but you're more vulnerable okay you know like you you can lose an encounter because you weren't fighting well enough Mm -hmm. um and there are tech trees and you know all the other stuff and there's like you know it's it's they definitely draw from the same well as god of war you know in in how they organize the game and how they keep you entertained god of war was like way better yeah, um, I still that one I want to go back and play. Yeah, it was it was that that was that was like my AAA game of the year for sure. Did uh, you ever play Red Dead or no? <laughs> no, because I I didn't like the first one. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah it wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spider Man was just like very good. It was just like super super. It was a video game ass video game, and it, it just like came through on everything that it advertised. Okay, you know, and it was like. The story was good. The acting was pretty good. The graphics looked great. The swinging was fun. The fighting was good. The side quests were is Venom entertaining. In it? There's no Venom. Is Carnage in it? There's no Carnage. Oh. There's not going to be Carnage if there's no Venom. Is Carnage there... is like the secondary after Venom. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> there's no. There's a lot of others. A lot of the other Spidey guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but not uh, not all of them. You know. Well, they, they got to make a sequel, so because and they don't want to just like they crammed in a lot, mm. so they don't need to just cram. And they added like a new bad guy who was very good too, which was uh, I guess Demon. It was this guy Martin Lee. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Spoiler <Okay>. alert. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was just very very cool. Um, so yeah, I played I played a lot of that because I was like actually having fun in the side missions. 
So I did a lot of them. Oh, okay. You know, I, I like got very close to 100%ing it. Wow. Um, For an open world game. Then. I know, but I get kind of obsessive with, with those type of things too. <laughs> so okay. uh, that's why I don't like to play open world games that much. Ah. Well, apparently Red Dead is would would keep you busy for a while if you got into it. I know, which which is why I was surprised I didn't like the first one that much. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like riding a horse. I've heard that doesn't matter. I've heard some people that love the first one hate this one. Oh, really? And vice versa. Oh, I I don't know. I'm fine. I'm fine without it. I, like because I didn't love the first one, it's not like motivating me to mm-hmm. get this one. So that's there's perfectly good stuff to play. That's not that. The most I've done in that game so far is I played two games of dominoes with a guy at the camp. <laughs> I'm like, dominoes is stupid. He's like, do you want to play again? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you bought a really expensive game of dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the, the attention to detail in that game is stupid. Yeah, I believe it. Um, but right. yeah, that's that's it for AAA. I'll, that's some, some Mario's. I, that's all I need to talk about that. <laughs> okay. And yeah. that's all I have to say about that. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, God damn it. Because uh, it was an impersonation. It's like a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about phone stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. I actually have something to add to this for a change. Yeah? What have you been playing? Uh, Meteor Fall, which is a, a deck builder uh, card RPG. Okay. Um, it looks like Adventure Time art. Oh. It's really cool. Like, very slick. Um, it's just like a shot of this rusty old, or this like grimy old wooden table. It's not just that Adventure Time card game, Adventure Wars or card, whatever. Card Wars. Card Wars. Card Wars was pretty fun. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Until, like, it got, like, too good for my iPad, and my iPad <laughs> couldn't run it. it. And then and then I stopped playing it, yeah, but it, it was, was good. It was totally fun. They turned it into a real card game. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, it's real weird. Um, Floop the pig. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I, I wouldn't say that game was a good game. It was like a very serviceable card game. It w- it was cool to play it. Yeah. It after was, seeing the episode. Yes. Yeah. But it, it was not like just the mechanics at base. I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you what they were. It was very simple. It was yeah. very generic-y. Yeah. Um, but you do floop a pig. You do floop the pig. <laughs> Meteor fall. You have a deck of uh, moves like defend or attack and then you can level those up to attack two and whatever um you have a stamina so every card takes stamina to use or you can discard it to restore four stamina Mm -hmm. so on your turn you'll get four moves so you can either discard and restore stamina or use the card and before you go into a fight you can decide if you want to fight him or run away so you can run away from everything but then you won't be leveled enough to beat the boss there's like a countdown to it it's it's very simple. You kind of just get it as you play it. The presentation is really fun where it's this wooden table and there's a giant bear hand that does all the stuff on the table. Like if you say Is it attached to a bear arm? It's like really close. So you just see this bear hand will like okay. swoop the table <laughs> off of stuff. Okay. And then he'll throw down like the new cards or whatever. Okay. Um but the art, like I said, looks very adventure timey. Um one of the uh uh, characters is like this guy who drank like cursed gin and became a dead necromancer guy. As you do, Ma- I can't remember his name. Like the description of him was really funny. Uh, but it's th- funny that it was gin. Like that's such a gentleman's drink. <laughs> Some fancy British man. He's called like the necro dude now or something like <laughs> necro that. Necro dude should have been like Jägermeister. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and you become the the cursed dude. It's a it's a paid like full full price game, but there's no. 
like currency or microtransactions in it or that's anything. That's good. It's, you just buy it and you got it. You buy it and you got it. And it's that's been the game that mostly is I've, it. It's all computer, no multiplayer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it's not it's, even pass and play. No, it's not about making a a deck and then playing against somebody. It's you. Um, calling your deck as you try to progress through this path. Like, okay. I think the game is beatable uh-huh. because after you beat the first boss, it checks off this thing in a list. So I think you can beat it. But there's like this, when you die, you get currency that can unlock starter cards for heroes that you can go back into. I, I think there's only like three each character. So that makes me think you can beat it Max with anybody out. at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's like seven i think seven characters that all play pretty differently so i've done a wizard i've done the night guy and i did the necro dude um they they all use spells differently and attacks differently and stuff like that everyone has different like uh stamina and health consideration it's it's really solid really slick and to the point where sometimes my phone chugs a little bit but i wish they committed with all the character names like necro dude like that's that's wizard babe his and name's like, like Mold, Warrior Man, Mold Rocker, the Necro Dude, or something like that. <laughs> uh, but I really, really like it, and I bet since you're a fan of Adventure Time, it'd probably be up your. And your I like alley those too. card RPG games. Yeah. Most of, most of the time, I like them. It's a very simple control too, because it's like reigns, where you just you make one of two choices. Yeah, you decide if you want to swipe left to you to discard it and get stamina, or swipe right to use it. And that's like the only. So it's all just deciding whether, like, how you want to use the card you have right then. Yeah, it's fun. That's neat. Yeah, I think it's like three ninety nine, maybe. Yeah, that sounds that sounds worth checking out. Yeah. Um, I played uh, I don't uh, another pu- I like I, I like those puzzle games. Another puzzle game that's also like very friendly and simple and round and whatever. But then some- round. Yeah, you know, or just like no sharp edges. Uh-huh. Uh, I hope it's this other one I have written down. But it's um, it's not like I, it was. It was satisfyingly complicated once I got into them, which is a good snowman is hard to build. <laughs> okay, no. It's have not you played that? that? No, I've seen it. Okay. I've not played it. You see why I call it round? Yes. <laughs> yeah, everything is like soft and round, and uh, you're basically you're this black blob guy with arms and legs, and you're walking around a map, and you're. You, there, each map has three tiny balls on it, and you have snow over certain p- area, patches, and you have to roll the small snowballs. But when you push them once, they get into a medium ball, and when you push them again, they get into a large one, uh, which is the base, the body, and the head. Yeah. So you kind of have to push them around in a way to like clear paths for some of the other small balls because you have to keep ahead. You have to. Can't oh, push more than if you if you roll it on a space that's already been rolled, it doesn't get bigger. It doesn't get bigger because there's no yeah, snow there anymore. That's clever. So you got to move things around. Yeah, it's it's such a simple little thing of just like building these snowmen, but some of the puzzles are like really satisfyingly difficult without hmm. being impossible. I'm I think I'm on the last one, and it is like you can do them in any order. Yeah, or not any order because they unlock other. But there's choices. I think I made it to the last one and it, it or the last one that I haven't done yet and it is just like been baffling to me how to do this <laughs> but it's it's good. I mean it's really uh huh. a a solid puzzle game. I've I've seen it several times. I've never clicked on it and I was like, "Ah, eh, whatever. It sounds too cutesy. I've not clicked on it." <laughs> there's no there's no dialogue. There's no interacting with animals. There's no, you know, wolves with human dicks. There's like nothing <laughs> you know uncomfortable about it it's just you're just rolling these balls around and making snowmen and then the snowmen each have names 
and they Once all like finish him it'll be like <laughs> rebecca and it'll have like a hat on and like a scarf or something that's fun. so they make like different personalities like you're making these friends who have been trapped in ball <laughs> now it, form now it's really sad yeah <laughs> oh yeah your little blob man is just super lonely he's so lonely oh <laughs> <laughs> um the one that I thought you were going to bring up, because last time we did a double with Faust, um, was Twinfold. I think, I hope that's the name of it now. <laughs> uh, Twinfold is... You're just super into twin stuff these days. <laughs> God. Twinning. No. Hamburger. hamburger. <laughs> it's... Um, it's basically threes, the roguelike. Um, so there's two cubes that if they merge together will exponentially get bigger um and you can eat them to get the experience of the current number that's on them so you can keep combining them to make the xp go up faster or you can eat them and then it starts back over but then there's also enemies that move around the board and it shows you how they're going to move the turn before Mm. Um, so you can prepare well so you can when you move they move as well so it's just like threes, where if you swipe right, everything's going to move to the right. Okay. And if you or an enemy gets moved into a wall, you will get hurt. Uh, and you have a life bar. So if you get enough experience to level up by eating the the twin things, then you get like an ability you can unlock. And you just try to see how far you can get. Uh, it's very slick looking. Looks very much like threes. Um, but it's... I, I showed it to Kim. I was like, this is going to be a game I think you'll She'll get, get obsessed into. Yeah, get obsessed with for a bit. Um, but <clears throat> I can't remember how much it is. It was maybe $2. Um, but if you like that sort of idea of the placement and thinking about how your move not only affects your character, but how it's going to move around everything, everything else. on the board, you like use walls to, like if you move up, and there's a ledge above one of the twin things. Yeah. The the twin thing won't move. So that's like how you would get closer to it. You use walls to like keep stuff in place. Yeah. Or use it to distance yourself or you slide up and then now the enemy when he moves to the left, he moves into a wall instead of towards you. Yeah. So you just try to stay alive as long as you can. It's pretty simple like you get the idea of how it plays, but I haven't figured out how to be good at it yet. <laughs> um, but I like it a lot. That's Twinfold. Uh, I could talk about another one. Okay. Um, there's a, uh, I don't think I've talked about it. I've had it for a little bit of time, but it's kind of interesting is Aero, A-U-R-O, Oro. Oh yeah. I, it's, they made something else. Uh, 100. Rogues? Rogues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've looked at Aro. 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 Aura? Oro. It's called like the monster pushing something, right? Uh, yeah, you're you're like, yeah, you're pushing them around or, yeah. I never really got into it. Um, I can't remember why. You basically, you have like a number of spells as this little guy who's on a grid, uh, and you can use different spells in different ways to either like freeze people or bump them. You're, you're basically, you're trying to push them into water. Oh, okay. uh, To get them off the board. To get, and it kills them. Yeah. And you, it's procedurally generated. So the monsters are different monsters in different places, depending on how it was created. And um, the spells you have are like one will push in one direction 
uh, one or one will bounce one over two spaces or one will freeze everything around you or one mm. will make fire to your right and left. So you just like balance out these spells, but you can't get the spells back for um, for a little bit. Um, for like a certain amount of moves? Yeah. and um, Or there's little recharge pads too. Oh, okay. um, so it's, it's just like... Um, it's not the best game in the world, but it's been an interesting uh, like go-to where if I want to just play something um, that because it's procedurally generated, it's not going to be the same experience. Yeah. But the um, can you win it, or is it just like see how long? If you can, I've never gotten that far. <laughs> okay. Like I usually get like three or four boards in and then die. Ah. Okay. You know. Um, but yeah, it's it's totally solid. It's it's a fun little game if you want like a, a toilet game kind of you know where you're sitting there, you're starting up a board, you just move like things around. Fold. Like I already have the twin fold. If I want like an RPG toilet game, yeah, okay. Like, um, but I've I've seen that one before. The art always like made me click on it, and then be like, oh yeah, that game. <laughs> yeah, then, the art's good. Yeah, uh, I played 100 Rogues a lot. That was like one of the first big iPhone iPad games I had. And I don't remember why I stopped playing it. Maybe just moving phones. <laughs> Switched, moving <laughs> you off just of forgot iPhone. about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, it's they finally made another game and 100 Rogues is all right. It's good. It's yeah. all, all row is is really fun. I like I I it's one of the, the few games that after I've been playing on my phone for a while, I usually move them into a folder that I'll never see them again. Right. This one I've kept out because it's just been good to go back to. It's had, like, staying power. Nice. Yeah. I, I do same with same Faust. Thing. Yeah, Faust is also I good. still play Faust. Um, I still need to go back and f- play that Monster Hunter Stories. I've only played a couple hours of it, and it looks really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's, it's like, taking up a ton there's of... So much st- there's so much game there. I know, and it's taking up so much room. It's, like, 80 <laughs> hours of game. <laughs> I'm never gonna finish. it. You're now. never gonna finish. It looks really good, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is it? It's like 50 gigs. No, it's. I think or it's only it like, like a gig and a half. Oh, really? Like for for a phone, where it won't let me move it to something. Oh, it's your SD card. Or... I, th- I think it was something like that. So yeah, I keep getting low space warnings, and that's really annoying. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, do you, do you have any more phones? Um, that's good for phone. I think we phoned up. Good for phones. Real quick in the multiplayer section. Um, and since we've been talking about it, have talked about it, I finally played an Enter the Gungeon with two players. Oh, you did? Yeah. Was it frustrating playing with somebody else? Because they're like, you're, you're not doing right. No, it was kind of awesome. Um, way better than I was expecting it to be. Uh, <laughs> William had never played. Okay. So it was when they were here for Christmas. Um, you were, you didn't have to like guard him and like shoot everything around him? Well, it's, it's it's interesting because most games like that, if somebody picks something up, you get it both. Yeah. Um, that is not the case. The money is communal, uh-huh. and anybody can spend it. But then they just get what they buy. They get what they buy. So you there's like conversation happening of like, do you need health? Yeah, I need it. Okay, then I won't get it. Like there's there's more communication yeah. than I was expecting. And there's sort of that spelunky mechanic of if someone dies, you can revive them. Okay. So the um, you just it, you draw from your own re- re- like reservoir of no life? the 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 second player always plays that purple cultist, uh-huh. um, and their special ability is like a friendship reviver. So William died, 
and then I went and grabbed it and used it, and it brought him back to life. Okay. So when you die with two players, all your items just spill out. Okay. So, so as long as you can keep getting that reviver, you can keep going. Yeah, and then he died again, and there was like a a special like box or chest. There was like a way to bring him back again. Um, but it was more fun and like worked way better than I was expecting. We did it on my switch version. So it had a lot of stuff unlocked. Um, but I had never done it before. Not like Spelunky multiplayer where you just want to like kill the other person (laughs) in real life. Yeah. I mean, Spelunky multiplayer was fine, but this one felt like satisfying and you know, like cause Gungeon's so rad and like the cover and like flipping tables up. Yeah. Like you find yourself like flanking. Like you, yeah. you'll flip a table up and hide, and then the other person can kind of go around the the side. And was there any back to back scream shooting? <laughs> I wish there was like a cool <laughs> mechanic like that. That game is so good, and I'm so happy I went back and like found. Yeah, all you've been stuff playing it. it so much. Every time I turn on my switch, and you're on, you're playing it's, it. It's my toilet game. Yeah, so seems like it's totally replaced Isaac. And yeah, I've Spelunky. not played Isaac in a while, and Spelunky just because it's not been on Switch. Um, but the uh, I finally. Got someone's actual ending, which <laughs> you you assemble the bullet that can kill the past. So if you beat the game before that, <laughs> you you get the gun that can kill the past, and it just starts you back over. Mm-hmm. If you do these things where you bring all these pieces to the last level, she'll make the bullet, and then you kill the last boss, and you get the gun with the bullet and it'll send you to a last boss encounter specific to each character you play as. That's cool. So the the guy I played for like 60 hours on was the Marine. Mm-hmm. It's like the blue armor. Mm-hmm. And it sends him back. Spoiler alert for Enter the Gungeon, which is like two or three years yeah, ago. Yeah, forever point. at this point. Um, It sends you back to like his... It's everyone has like a big regret that they want to go back and change. And his was like he ran away when these this alien force attacked his ship. And it's all very Doom inspired. Like they they make it seem like your guy is the Doom Marine without saying your guy <laughs> is the Doom Marine. Yeah. Because he's blue and not green or whatever. Yeah. But like it spawns legally the, distinct. Yeah, yeah. The the guy is like the interdimensional horror. But it spawns other horror. It spawns other aliens in that are like those all brown dudes with red eyes and white spikes on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you was I wonder where they got that from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's kind of funny because it's like you come out of your, your room and you're like, what's happening? And he's like, they're attacking, whatever. There's only a couple pods left. You can save yourself. You're good at that. And like, it's everyone like talking shit at you. And I'm like, the second time I did it, like, let them die. I was yeah. like, okay. And he's like, no, I can't do that this time. <laughs> like, oh, fine. And then you run in there, and there's like a bunch of other people behind bars and like freaking out about the the interdimensional horror. Like, I can't believe you came back. It's like a bunch of passive aggressive comments. Yeah. Uh, but it, it does a really good job of wrapping up a story you didn't even realize you were playing. You were doing. Yeah. And yeah. They, like they. It backloads a whole story yeah, on the motivation. Like the whole reason that these people are going through this big trial is because they want to change something that their starting items already indicate has happened. Um, and then there's, a, there's I think, two or three, three different unlockable people I don't have yet. And then there's, like, there's, like, the um, 
Mega Satan. So you still got a lot. There's lot left. still a lot left. You got a lot left. Um, the bullet stays built for the other characters now, so oh, I can just okay. go back in you can and just get the gun. I can just if I can beat the game with the other people, I don't have to rebuild it each time, which That's was like good. the bulk of the work. Yeah. Um, but there's like another couple hidden bosses, and then I can't remember how you get to it, but there's. The, the title screen, I don't you know if you remember that, where there's like a dude that looks like a cowboy silhouette with um, a gun, and it's, you see the gungeon in the background. Mm-hmm. It's like this very stylish silhouette thing. That's a boss. Okay. So it's there's a ton to do, and it's just gotten to the point where that, like Isaac, I, could, I just felt everything. I feel the pacing of everything. Yeah. Like, I know when to stop shooting before something dies because yeah. I know I've fired enough yeah. to kill it at this point. So, I, I like, money to dollar, or dollar to hour ratio play, is yeah. incredibly high for that game. Yeah, I need to get that on the Switch and it, play it again. It plays very well for the most part. The last boss, because of the amount of bullets on screen, gets a little, like, Chugger. hitchy. Yeah. But I guess I've I found a post because, like, these guys have to be making something else. It's like they they came out with this thing. Devolver is pushing it like it's it it's so good, and they just did that physical release thing. And I guess they were planning on doing another big, like a paid expansion hmm. for it because they did Advanced Gungeons and Dragons, which was like their big expansion. And they're like, we have decided to cancel for the- sanity's sake. Because they've worked on it for five years, and they're like, everything we add to it at this point has to work with everything else that's already yeah, in it. Yeah, that's... And it's like, the code is so old, and we've learned so much since then. It's just like becoming a thing that is like, the, what's the word? Like, gets rickettier the more that they put in it. Yeah, they're just like adding stuff onto a wooden frame at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have already started work on their next thing, which is exciting. They have not said anything about it, but they said they'll do one more like free, like smaller update with like more guns and, and things like that. So the, the support for that game has been pretty amazing. So whatever they do next, I'm going to be there. But that's a, a big detour into the couch multiplayer talking about Gungeon again. Um, oh, I, we had talked about just briefly. You haven't seen it yet, but I played... Uh, the most mediocre adventure game uh, that came out this year, which is Bandersnatch, <laughs> the Netflix, <laughs> the Netflix show. <laughs> that is a pretty straightforward adventure game. It is a hundred percent. People are like losing their minds. Like, oh, look at this! Choose your own adventure. Use the mouse and click choices. And it's like <laughs> that's literally. They come out with a thousand of those games. <laughs> You know, what is it, Wajidai or whatever? They come yeah. out with, like, so many of those. That you are even s- have an inventory in those I games. have so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've played many, 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 and they are all better than Bandersnatch. Like, Well, thank you for saving me the time, then. I hate adventure games. I'm not going to play or it's, watch Bandersnatch. It's, 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 like, somewhat, you know, because it's Black Mirror, it gets, like, very meta. Yeah. You know, and you can play it very quickly because there are endings that come up, like, out of, you know, out of nowhere. Mm. But it... At the at the heart of it, it's like it's they. It's an did, FMV game. It's an FMV game. Like it's, <laughs> I think it's better than Night Trap because yeah. I haven't played Night Trap in forever. But I don't know. It's. Well, I'd say it could be the same. What about like Phantasmagoria? <laughs> Phantasmagoria had puzzles. <laughs> so <laughs> you heard it here first. Phantasmagoria better than Bandersnatch. I think I haven't played Phantasmagoria in like twenty five years. There's but... titties. Is there titties in Bandersnatch? No. Okay. So well, there, there, you, there you go. 
All right, everybody. One of my friends was just telling me uh, something I didn't know about the history of all those FMV games, though, because I was complaining about this and saying, like, exactly this. Yeah. Was that, like, a big... Most of those FMV games, like Night Trap and all them, were originally created for uh, a Hasbro tape system that never came out. Like a VHS thing? Like, they used some... Instead of cartridges, they used tapes. And I don't know how they did it. But like cassette tape. Cassette tape type things that for the system, that the system then got canceled. And so they had these finished games for it. And they were just like, uh. Sega CD now. <laughs> and they just put them straight to that. But apparently that was like all these FMV games were, it was like that was going to be the system. Huh. I, I didn't know anything about that. And I, I still haven't, I, I keep meaning to look into it more to find out that history. It's, but it's, I just haven't he's yet. He's probably making that up. He could be gaslighting me <laughs> yeah. like super hard, but I don't know. Huh. He seems usually pretty obsessive about these things, so I'll, I'll look into it and follow up. All right. Interesting. So, yeah. uh, mediocre review for Banner it's, it's It's like the worst Black Mirror episode, which is still pretty good. I Is it better than uh, Waldo? Well, see, I think Waldo's aged better because of our current political I system is, the first time I is saw worse it. than Waldo. So it's like Waldo, yeah. but yeah, Waldo's it's it's better, it's like Less annoying than Waldo, but it's just as good as Waldo, if that makes any sense. Mm. Mixed with, like, the most mediocre of... Requiem for a Dream of, drugs? No, of, of adventure games. Of, oh, okay. you know, two-choice choose-your-own-adventure games. Uh, there's, like, some of the acting is pretty good. Some of, the, like, some of the stuff is, like, smirky endings, you know? And you're like, mm. ha, I get it. Ha. But the, the actual, like, choices... So here's the the big thing that makes me irritated that most adventure games learn not to do. Yeah. Is uh, the choices that they give you for a while are so arbitrary that it's not worth having a break in the story to make that choice. Oh, okay. Now, I understand like, that... Do you want coffee or tea? There's literally, do you want this cereal or that cereal? <laughs> Now, I understand that because it's the meta story that they're telling, it probably does change, and it could even change dramatically. Yeah. And and there's probably some commentary about, like, butterfly effect or something, but it really doesn't, the, from the experience of playing or watching, it doesn't enhance it. Mm-hmm. All it does is give you something different when you redo it. That's not a good uh, enough reason to have a choice. There are some choices that are um, dramatically different, and that you understand, I'm making a choice in my life now. Am I doing this or that? Right. That's an important reason to stop the 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 viewing experience and in, it, it like empower the player. Do you think maybe do something? It, it was just to like get people used to the idea of making a choice before they were big ones. No, because it it happens in and out. Like you'll oh, okay. then get a big choice, then you'll get another stupid choice. Uh, I I really think it is because it's a further commentary on the meta ness of like lack of control and. Uh, free will and that choices make have effects and you know all these higher concept um, issues that they're trying to get to but just as like a gameplay like they don't want to admit or i don't know that they want to admit that this is a a video game yeah they're still holding that this is a interactive interactive tv show yeah it's not it's a video game (laughs) and so if you're playing a video game you have to consider what is the experience what is the fun experience where am i what what am I adding? What components am I adding to enhance the experience of playing it or to feed to 
some build that's gonna compound into a better experience like do you can you beat it like is there a win like this is the good ending type of thing i mean it's it's subjective there there's so many endings and one thing another thing that uh this this is not really spoilers because there's no way to spoil this Mm -hmm. is why i feel comfortable talking to you about it yeah um because you pick up pretty quickly what this is and then there's no spoiler but one thing that's that's frustrating that I think they thought was cool, and I know they thought was cool, but I don't think so, <laughs> if, especially for those who are like compulsive, is like to any degree is Netflix tweeted out something that was like, um, did you pick up the family photo a second time? See what happens. So like one of the choices is like, do I want to uh, talk to my dad or like pick up a family photo and look at it? Mm-hmm. So you, there's a branch of two different things. So let's say you pick up the family photo. You're like, okay, I saw that branch. I took it. I've seen all the other branches from that branch. What they're saying is if you replay the, the, the game again and you do the exact same choice, there's going to be a different. Oh, that sucks. It sucks, right? That sucks. Like they think it's cool. Because they don't, I, I, because I genuinely think they don't believe it's a video game, or because they just want replayability to be like Easter egged in. But I, I think it sucks more than it's cool for that kind of like they're experimenting and good for them. There aren't that many of these that are on, you know, sold to the public as a, uh, a interactive TV show. So they're playing with the form. Mm-hmm. I think the next thing somebody makes like this for Netflix. Will have learned which of those. Hopefully, will have learned. Well, which I'm, of those I'm sure they're already making some. Like they were making a Minecraft one. Yeah, they were making a kids one. Was yeah. it? Uh, it might have been Minecraft, but like I know they invested a lot so of money. So there are they're already probably too far. So it'll be like the one that comes out after the next crop. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, I I need to check it out. I just haven't for whatever reason. Like, I haven't even seen any of the last season of that show. That I just thought the show got worse when Netflix got it. Yeah, because it became happier. Yeah. They they had happy endings. They stopped. What, what being is that? Like, <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, it's black mirror. It's not like sunshine mirror. <laughs> like that. No, and their most successful show was their happiest episode. It was a freaking uh, Emmy award winning episode or like oh, nominated. Yeah. San you know? Junipero. San Junipero was like the happiest ending you can get in a black mirror. Yeah, people ate that with a freaking spoon. <laughs> that was like at least a cool idea though. Like the the first. The first one of the new crop, which was like Super Twitter. Yeah, that was good. I liked it. I didn't like it at all. See, I like that with the swiping. Yeah. Where it was like everyone has a score. It was written by uh, Mike Schur and Rashida Jones. Yeah, yeah. I I thought that was good. I mean, I honestly, and it's also come up every time I get into an Uber and some, or I'm talking to someone like, oh, I have to be nice to this driver, keep my Uber rating. Like, that is directly. The extension of that, sh- like that episode, I thought was actually pretty good. But like, there was the dating episode with the dating app. I don't know if you saw that. I saw a couple of it's them. I like, don't remember. It's one of those where you're just like, ah, smirky, <laughs> happy ending, shrug your shoulders. San Junipero same, like, ah, yeah, cool. I haven't looks pretty. The one from this past season that everyone was like the new San Junipero was like the Star Trek thing. Yeah, with was, not not Matt Damon. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah. Same it's, thing? it's no 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 it, it at least it feels like a black mirror episode oh okay it feels at least like oh the the video game one the the guy from lodge 49 was in was the one i was one i saw 
Which video like game he, one? He was like basically went and did a Hideo Kojima. Yes. Like super brain not, game. Not great. Not not amazing, not, but it was like okay. It felt great. Black Mirror still. It felt Black Mirror, but it felt like a very like. It felt like low the, rent Black Mirror, like a real. It felt like the middle one with the exercise bikes. I like the exercise bike better. I thought that one was more on the nose. The video game one? Yeah, the yeah. video game one was just like, come on now. Yeah. We, like, this is so predictable. The video game one, I mean, the bike one, at least I was like, I don't know what the hell this future is. I don't know what the hell's yeah. going on. The ending of it, that episode, was is worth watching for that episode. Like, where the, he gives a speech. Yeah. He's really good. Um, Anyway. Video yeah, games. Video games. So, anyways, that's, I had to talk about Bandersnatch because <laughs> okay. it is a video game. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's still. not indie, I guess, but I guess it's a small <laughs> studio. I mean, yeah. Mm. Who the hell knows? Um, so since I have played so many things, do you want to I... just do rundowns instead of a marquee? You want to just talk rapid fire, talk about some stuff? Yes, but I was gonna let you pick because I have a list. Okay, I'm fine doing that too because like I have a couple games that I don't know are marquee-ish but are interesting and worth talking about. So we could do it that way. All right. Well, here you just pick the one you want me to start with. I got Eternal Castle Remastered, Dusk. Similand, Woodpunk, Cave Blazers, and then special mention to Hive Jump because I just bought it on Switch. Woodpunk because I, I've actually played Cave Blazers too. Oh, have you? I believe so. On I, Steam? No. Yeah, on Steam. Okay. I just got it on Switch. Oh, I have it on Steam. <clears throat> so, Woodpunk. Woodpunk is dangerously close to being a 20 minutes or less for me. Oh, okay. But not because I don't like the game. I think the game is good. Uh-huh. It's just not what I was expecting. Okay. Um, so, you know, coming in from my recent obsession with Enter the Gungeon, mm-hmm. I was looking for more of that. Um, like a Nuclear Throne. Like, I still want to play through Nuclear Throne, and I was playing it a lot on on um, Vita, but it hasn't come to Switch, which isn't surprising. So I saw Woodpunk, and its whole thing is like steampunk out of wood. The main resource is wood, and weapons are randomly generated oh, that's what they mean by wood punk yeah so wood punk steampunk out of wood Ooh. um hamburger hamburger the the bummer about it and coming from gungeon and i don't know if it says outright or i just had the blinders on it is it is not like a level-based thing you don't start at the beginning and there's an end you shoot into a zone, mm-hmm. and then there's like different types, and a lot of them seem to be um, defend a thing or survive or kill until you kill all the enemies in the area. Okay, so it's it's uh, like roll or uh, there's something you're trying to accomplish based. What am I trying? Goal based. It's, it's goal based, not level based. It's Ex- goal based. Yes. Yeah. And then once you beat it, you just zoom off to another thing where it gives you another one. Okay. So it it feels more simple than I was expecting. And its big thing is you have this little robot who follows you around. And I haven't played it en- enough, to be fair, to really dig deep into the mechanics of it. But you have a melee item and a gun. And your little robot that follows you, when you kill stuff, it's... Um, resources kind of spill out everywhere and your robot will be like hey i got a new gun for you and whatever weapon you're holding you'll be like yes give me, or i got a new weapon for you whatever weapon you're holding whether it's your melee or your uh, automatic he'll make a new one and it's it, it could be better yeah 
it could just be different. Okay. But and the the problem with a lot of those types of games, like kind of Borderlands was a little bit the same thing, where they're like, hey, the weapons are randomly generated. That's not true. There's like weapon classes. Yeah. You know, like this one is very clearly the spear. Yeah. But the spear does something a little different or it does this type of damage or like it's saying all this randomly generated weapons, but what it's doing is it's shuffling stats and Mm -hmm. effects. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I saw a lot of the different weapon types very quickly and it didn't it after a while it didn't feel like the stuff i was getting was new that's uh, that usually in those type of games too i just stop accepting new weapons mm-hmm. i just say like no i'm used to this one i'm doing okay yeah that's what I, it's that's not exactly gonna be what I did. better so i just don't even want to deal with it exactly so you just ignore that whole system which is the, a big part of what makes that game that game yeah okay. so so if you're ignoring it you're missing you're missing a lot what of the it. game is yeah there's a huge tech tree so it could, you know, change, uh, and the combat itself is fairly fun. But because it's these goals where you're, it's like prevent these things from blowing up, or kill these four towers, or kill all the enemies, or survive. Like it feels very samey, mm-hmm. uh, but it controls like nuclear throne, like enter the gungeon, has and it looks amazing, has a pretty good sense of humor, but it's just like. I wish they would have put more into the like level design of it. It just it felt like the quick way out because the core they have there is neat. Yeah. Um. And I I think I just haven't gone back because like I said I was expecting something different and I don't know if that's on me or if it's because the but game. But you didn't return it. I didn't return it. No. So that says something. Yeah, I think it's good enough to play. Yeah. It just. Going in looking for the, like something, like I like the the secrets, like like how Gungeon or Isaac or Spelunky has that path, that second layer, yeah, underneath the layer. I like seeing that stuff. Yeah, and when you, when all you're doing is going from like challenge to challenge, you you're not like exploring or like getting new shit that way. It like it loses something for me. Yeah, um, but one of the cooler um, weapons for the spear, you can impale somebody and then you swing it again to whip the person off at somebody else, at somebody else, which is really fun. That's cool. (laughs) So it has like a bunch of cool mechanics and systems. It's very tough. Like the, the enemies are hard. And are you very fragile? Um, is it like two hits killed? No, it's just, if you get overrun, it happens very quickly. Oh, okay. Like if you're not good at crowd control, they will take you out fast. Okay. Um, but I feel like I never felt like, Hey, that was cheap. I just am bad at it still. Okay. But I, I think it's neat and I bought it more on impulse. I probably could have done more research on it before I bought it, but it was like, everything they're saying is great. And I, I like the way it looks, and it looks like what I want. So I went ahead and bought it, and didn't return it. I almost did. I didn't, because I was like, I I think if I, now that I've got my head around what it isn't, I, maybe I could find more enjoyment out of it. Um, I'll talk about another one that uh, is, I'll talk about it shortly, but is uh, similarly, nah, this is probably, a, I mean, this is a much worse game. But uh, I played what you had gifted me, Street Level. 
I forgot about street level. Street level. Street level. Street level. Um, I spent a whole 49 cents on Ari. Yeah, I really went and broke the bank for it. Uh-huh. Uh, there's blaring beats, so I mm. was not disappointed on that. You got your beats You're worth. just playing. You're getting like, blam, 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 blam. <laughs> just like blam, grungy. Blam. Just sci-fi? Beats, beats blaring, just like down, you know, boom, 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 boom. Uh... <laughs> It's yeah, it's a cyberpunk reading game where you're basically rain style, yes or knowing different prompts. But it's like it's so absurd because like half the prompts are I mean, they, there's a very small deck of prompts that are popping up. So it's like one's heal yourself. I I might draw the heal yourself one like ten times in a row. Uh-huh. You know, when I haven't even fought anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll like keep asking it'll give me six different prompts where you need at least like 200 credits and i only have like 100 credits okay you know so it's like clicking there's no choice for most of these it's yeah. just like i can't do it yeah uh, and then you like go fight people and infiltrate things and die very quickly or you get rep so and- it's too random i don't know i mean it's it's it doesn't purport to be anything it's a 49 cent game well so it was on it- sale it it gives you. It wasn't you, forty nine cents. Okay, it was a dollar. A dollar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like it does build a small cyberpunk world, I guess. Okay. Uh, it's got some blared beats. Uh, you so, made some choices. Yeah, it's it's you're basically like you, it's a stat manager where it's like you answer yes, it'll change these stats in some way, and it'll change those other stats. Does it in show way. you which ones it's going to change? No, but it shows you the categories that'll be changed. It doesn't uh, show you how they're going to be changed. Got it. And then it shows you the actual stats on the right. So mm-hmm. you're just like... Trying not to die. Trying not to die and just balancing stats okay. uh, with yes or no questions. That sounds okay. Yeah. It was it was worth the 49 cents. So okay. thank you. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm talking about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does it say street level on the screen between every, each in, card? In between every card, you get a street level. <laughs> in case you forgot what the game was called. That's so good. <laughs> the interface of it looks like it was made in the 90s. Street level. Yeah. It's radical. <laughs> yeah. It's got a lot of neon. Well, it's got a lot of like neon and like crappy pixel uh, lettering. It's got a lot of stuff that is like not important to the gameplay, but takes up a ton of real estate. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because the actual gameplay doesn't need real estate. Yeah. Yeah. So you might as well fill it in with other stuff. (laughs) Street level. Street level. Street level. Uh, Do you want to talk about cave blazers? Street (laughs) level. Since Um, cave cave blazers. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, I've barely gotten into it. I like it a lot, like way more than I thought I would. Do you want to know my my one note for it? Yeah, good, but makes me wish I was playing Spelunky. Yes, and speaking of <laughs> interesting side story to this whole thing, so uh, Game Maker, they have a marketplace for assets. Yes, where you can buy you know code snippets or plugins or features or it, yeah, functions like jump starts. Or, yeah, so. Or whole games. Uh, yes. Uh, so I own what is called the Action Roguelite or Action Platformer Roguelike Pack or something like that. And it is essentially Cave Blazers before they decided to make a game and sell it. Like, actually, that guy's stuff. Yeah. Because when Cave Blazers was announced, that pack disappeared. They no oh, longer offer it for sale. Interesting. I still have it. Yeah, yeah, because they can't unsell it to you. Yeah, because like when I saw it 
uh, started to be marketed. It's like, hey, you'd like this game. It's a roguelike platform. I'm like, yeah, I would. What is it? And I noticed exactly because I played the demo of the the code. So product. you basically have the source code. For I Cave have the Blazers. source code before they turned it into Cave Blazers yeah. because I wanted to use it to learn how to make a Spelunky style game. Yeah. So I, for the longest time, I even told Steam like, ignore. I'm not interested in this because I know what it is. Yeah. Um, I saw it pop up on Switch and was reading about it and saw that it was published by Yogg's Cast, which is like that. I, I know nothing about it, so everything I say, take with a grain of salt. All I know is it's like one of the biggest like Minecraft YouTube channel personality channels on like video game stuff. You know what's funny is like every kid in the fucking world who was under thirteen was like so into all that stuff and so like in their own world and just so hot on that. But I think we're now old enough that I think now even those kids are like out of touch because of the Fortnite stuff Uh, you know like it's already like generations have replaced this stuff that i don't know anything about (laughs) so (laughs) it's they have put a lot of work in it and that game cave blazers is more fun than i was expecting based on where i knew it came from it's good yeah it's really good it's very difficult side scrolling roguelike it's got a really good like minimalist look and like when you jump your dude like is very squishy and stretchy but it's still pixely but it I still can't see past the the fact that they essentially sold me the that is like a starter pack to make your own game yeah and then change their mind because they that the people that made that had several packs that did the same thing they had the cave blazers pack and then they had the um, RPG roguelites pack which was Binding of Isaac mm-hmm. and I don't know if I ever got that one before they all disappeared mm-hmm. at once. And realized, why am I doing this? I can, I can just, just sell it. the game. Yeah, went through um, all that effort. So I, I wondered if I was ever. It's like at first, I thought somebody bought that pack and was selling cave players. <laughs> oh, like they just then put it out as cave players. Yeah, like all those like Russian knockoffs of Minecraft. Yes. Yeah, that I that, thought that would have been a I bummer. Was like, there is, they didn't do anything. That <laughs> looks like the fucking game that you get from the code. But it was the dude. It's it's very good. I just don't know after playing it for you know a little bit. I don't know that I'd ever want to play that and not just play Spelunky. Right. If Spelunky comes to Switch, that'll be the case. Yeah, Spelunky is everything that game does, but better. It has more. Well, th- what it has that Spelunky doesn't currently is stuff shoot. I don't know. Oh. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's I I because you've exhausted Spelunky. I I've seen everything there is to see in the first Spelunky, like hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So when two comes out, I would never play Cave Blazers over two, but two I will eventually complete. And then Cave Blazers is a great alternative. Another, yeah, yeah, like yeah, another yeah. thing like more that. of it. Yeah, yeah. I would never suggest it instead. But, but it's so it's solid. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's very fast. It's more action-y and more combat-heavy than Spelunky is. For sure. And it's a lo- like more arcade because your dude can wall jump infinitely from the get-go. Yeah. So like it's it's not trying to be the same type of And you of can thing. like shoot things. Uh, yeah, you arrows. have an infinite bow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it does feel more action-y for sure. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was just more solid than I was expecting. The Switch port is pretty good. So it was cheap. I had ignored it on Steam long enough that for once I didn't own it already and bought a Switch port. 
Um, and I have played a couple rounds of it and think it's pretty good. Nice. Um, Hive Jump I also just bought yesterday because it was very cheap. And I remember thinking Hive Jump was all right. That's a stellar endorsement. That's as big. I still, <laughs> still as much of an endorsement as I'm wanting to give it because it's unapologetically rips on Starship Troopers to the point where the quotes in the game are Starship Trooper quotes. Yeah. The, Come on, you apes, you want to live forever. Yeah. Which feels lazy. Um, but the game itself is okay. It just feels like what I would remember an old video game being like, mm-hmm. where you're just a Marine dude shooting a like bunch a contra. of bugs. Yeah, like yeah. a Contra. It's It feels like a Contra today if... If, like, that video game style never evolved. <laughs> it just <laughs> kept being the thing. Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> There's a very light strategic map. And I don't know what it matters, but essentially you can keep going uh, and attacking nodes to take them over. But I have not been able to beat a node yet because I'm not good at the game. But it's it's fun. It's only nine bucks, so whatever. <laughs> like, you get nine dollars worth out of it. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing a lot, and and you talked about it when you bought it. Uh, a lot of Into the Breach, uh, which is the FTL new game that iterates on FTL, and it feels very much like FTL. You think? But better. Well, here's what feels like FTL to it, me. There's no management. It's like you have the exact. You have as much time as you need. Yeah, that part doesn't feel like FTL. But what feels like FTL to me is the bigger pullback further back. Where it's like because there's that so much randomness in the game, you can get runs that where you make it very far, almost at no, uh, not due to your actions really, uh, and then you can also just get totally boned out of nowhere. <laughs> but because it picks up so quickly, and the actual mechanics in the game are fun, you just get keep sucked in, mm-hmm. even though. Like most games, I would be so much less forgiving about that level of randomness because I'd just be furious. Yeah. You know, just be like, How, why even play this if I can just get screwed out of nowhere? But they built enough of an uh, like addictive mechanic next to it that you're willing to, to put up with it. And that's mm-hmm. what feels like FTL. Like not the actual playing, but the whole experience of the game. Like the feeling. It doesn't feel... It feels like an iteration mm-hmm. um, to me. I mean, there's much more uh, combat, you know, because it is um, very much um, like tacticsing. I think I liked Into the Breach more than FTL. I do. I do yeah. too. I do for sure. Um, bec- but I, I like I like tactics more than I like management. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't though. That's so that's weird to me. Like yeah, that just is thinking weird. about it. But the I mean the art's really awesome. The music's actually really. I it's one of the few. One of those type of games with repeating loop soundtracks that I leave the sound on. Oh, okay. Because I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the the story is like absurd, but <laughs> it's still like fun, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it is it is the the one thing that's it's like complicated because it's it is their thing that there's so much randomness, and I get that, and they think it's definitely a choice. But to me, it feels like the endless mode on a game where that's just an extra mode they threw on. Mm. You know, like a horde mode in What do you uh, think is random? Because, like, the, the enemies aren't randomly moving. They show you how they're going to move every time. No, but, like, there's a few there's a few things that are random. The maps, the structure of the maps, 
That's one thing I'm pretty sure are random, huh. or they at least feel very random. Um, so you can get totally boned by the architecture of the map itself, um, the geography of it. Mm-hmm. Then there's also what bugs appear. I think there's like ranges of bugs, but uh, then there's also certain many of the maps have like geological disaster. Yeah, like floods and floods and things like that. Like the floods consistent. You know where that is, but like sometimes there's just like parts of the map where they're just going to explode, mm-hmm. but you get pinned down. And then also the um the type of mechs that you have, there's a huge variance in in the setup, so you can like buy additional mech setups. Yeah. Not with real money, but in-game currency. Yeah, yeah, the different squads. The different squads and some the there's so like some of them are so useless and some of them are so <laughs> good and there'll be some characters you know of your squad of three there'll be maybe sometimes there'll be one that's just totally useless <laughs> and then others they'll be all really good and it they that doesn't isn't as balanced but that's not random um but between the like the appearance of where the guys appear what kind of guys come out the geography it all is random enough that you can get just totally boned mm. where there's literally it's not like blackjack where there's a right way to play it and the odds could be against you but like that was the right way to do it you just sometimes with lost. this yeah you just still lost cuz it's you know there's some luck in there mm-hmm. this feels more like the pendulum swung more towards random so that cuz there are some maps no matter how good you are you're just going to lose mm-hmm. and that was an FDL too like that, so I know it's deliberate. Like that's something they like, but with other games, if if this wasn't as slickly built as it was, um, other games this would just be an extra mode. There'd be like a very specific constructed like puzzles and battles and tactics. Mm-hmm. This would just be like you've already beat everything now. Just play <laughs> for forever. Yeah, that's and but this that's the whole game. So it's I, I'm conflicted on it. It's not like a perfect game, but I still. In, enjoy it a lot and i'm yeah. still playing it i haven't played as much as i was expecting to but i think i just have to be in the mood for tactics considering everything i've been playing lately is that like action rp action rpg roguelike yeah so, it's definitely easier with tactics to pick up and put down because they're uh turn-based yeah it's good though i i didn't feel bad buying it again because i already had it on P- i bought it the day it came out on pc yeah and the Switch port's really good. Yeah, I just so. I I only played on Switch. Yeah, it's it's solid. Yeah, um, definitely worth talking about and definitely worth playing. Uh, I have two more I would like to at least bring up before we go. Um, quickly, Dusk, which I had been following for a while and somehow uh, was able to not buy in early access. Good for you, Joey. Um, I know. So I did you fight notice? the power. I didn't have any early access out. Fight the power, Joey. <laughs> um, Dusk. You know, I also have not bought any or have any to talk about. So not even accidentals. No, no, because Steam fixed it. Now yeah, I don't I... have to. <laughs> Thank you, Steam. Um, even though Hades is out and killing you every day yeah. that you don't own it. Yeah, but it's on a. <laughs> it's sold on a platform that I never opened. So <laughs> you'll ne- you don't see it. I don't see it. I opened it once or twice to get the free games, but even then. Some more people have pulled their Steam releases. I saw that, but it's like Division Two, and yeah. you know, it's like Ubisoft. I don't, I don't give a crap about Division Two. I have the first division. It the first division looked like it had a lot of promise, and then looked like it fell on its face. 
but it's Ubisoft, and Ubisoft just keeps making shit for games they have. Yes. So that's true. That's like I, Ubisoft is like one of the only companies where I will like give them the benefit if a game launches and it's not quite there, because Siege is great and it's still out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Dusk is basically Quake, the original Quake, and it looks like the original Quake. And it's a video game, video game, first-person shooter video game. Yeah. You um, <clears throat> you move very quickly. You are running around really low polygon fields of corn and scarecrows. Is it corn or is it just yellow? Are you yellow and brown? <laughs> it's. It, <laughs> do you remember the way the nail gun looked in the original Quake? Yes. That is like how everything looks. Everything okay. It's it's very blocky. Yeah. Um, no, I mean that is a cool style. It's it's weird that that's becoming a style. I never thought it would be. It's like uh, strafe. Yeah. Um, I think strafe is cooler because it does, like it at least adds that blood that isn't really in that style. Dusk is a hundred percent in the I, style. I appreciate the commitment to that style. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, the the gameplay is solid. And it's fast and like it wasn't very expensive because when they released the full version, they went on sale for like the first time ever. Um, what I think people are really excited about for that game is they also have a separate executable or a separate mode that is multiplayer deathmatch. Hmm. Um, I've only been playing the campaign and the campaign's fine. I, I've <clears throat> I'm at the point I don't need to play any more of those. Like first-person shooters? I've, and especially, like, the first-person shooters that have no story and are just straight mechanic like shooter, arcade, arcade shooter, you know? It's like, I don't I don't need that. Uh, I played it. I played a lot, you know, when I... But I, I'm at this point where it's like, I, it's not interesting to me anymore. Yeah. And even, like, some of them, because I'm old, they start making me nauseous. <laughs> You know, I was oh, like, no. I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> okay, um, it's all right if, yeah. if if that's your jam. Dusk is a good one of those, and there's another one coming out. I can't remember the name of it, but it looks like somebody's making Heretic. So it's weird to me that '90s 3D is becoming an aesthetic choice. Its own genre, yeah. Like, just like you know, retro pixel art, and now we're in shitty CG or <laughs> s- shitty 3D models are yeah. now like a style. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think if Strafe, Strafe I know has done a ton of updates and when it launched, people were really underwhelmed with it. I would, would go back to that before I would like to go back to Dusk because at least Strafe was trying to do something a little different. Like you could see the homage, but it wasn't the thing. Cause Devolver. Was it? Yeah, it was Devolver. They yeah. just put out cool stuff. That's always slightly different than you think. Like Ape Out? Ape Out looks so good. It looks so good. Oh, oh no. If you guys haven't seen the trailer Come to on. Ape Out, you should look that up. <laughs> oh. It comes out in February, and it, the art is done by Bennett Foddy, which is super exciting. Yeah. Um, But you're just a gorilla who's tearing through all the just people. Just ripping through them. <laughs> kick, <laughs> just all the people that have kept monstrous. him in a cage. It's Hotline Miami, but you're a gorilla. You're a ape. Yeah. Holy it's, God. It looks amazing. Yeah. So good. You still haven't seen the Devolver? No. God, come on, Joey. <laughs> I just we keep ordered... saying we got to watch it after the show, but this time we really got to watch it. I I got I just ordered a bunch of shit from Devolver. I ordered some Gungeon stuff. Well, good. They deserve all our money. <laughs> as long as they keep putting out stuff 
that's at least weird and and interesting. I will I just never be unhappy buying their stuff. Yeah, I just don't know how they make money. Because I don't know how many people like us. I, I have to imagine there's a lot. There's got to be some. You know, who are just willing to then buy everything they make. And they also have like a couple of big ones. Don't, isn't Serious Sam? Speaking of which, didn't they put that out? They did like those weird offshoot ones. Okay. Well, that, they, they have a couple of like. Lambeer made one of them. Okay. <laughs> like the, the double D. It was like Contra Serious Sam. Yeah. Where the guns stacked on each other. Okay. That was Devolver. That was Devolver. Okay, but not the other ones. No. That's right. It was the Talos Principle people. Yeah, Crow Team. Yeah, Crow Team. That's right. That's right. Um. Anyways, I don't know how they make money, but <laughs> I, I have to imagine that they are making money because they do spend money on like dumb things like loot box coin. and <laughs> <laughs> So good. It's currently $15,000 in case you're wondering. It probably is not. Have you checked it again? Because it probably then When I bought dropped. stuff yesterday, it was $15,000. It changes. <laughs> I wonder if you actually get something. Super if you buy volatile. It. If it was like a dollar when I was there, I would buy it because I want to know. I've never seen it a dollar. Yeah. The cheapest I've seen is like a hundred dollars. Yeah, me too. Um, oh. uh, do you, do you have more you want to say I've, about Dusk? Because I can Dusk. talk about another game. You then, talk and about then one you one can one. finish with one more. Yeah. Here's another game that I don't know that I'd marquee it, but it's definitely worth talking about because it's just so weird. Is Maze. M-A-I-Z-E. Oh, okay. Tell me about it. I've... It's, so it's it's double entendre there because there's a lot of mazes yeah. and it's about corn mazes and it's about genetically modified corn sentient beings. Uh-huh. And that's not a spoiler. Like that comes in very early. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very much the trailer. It, yeah, it's it's selling you exactly what it is. Like it's not trying to like feed you slowly this story. Yeah. But it's it's very funny. Uh, it's, you know, I think, I think they used, you know, uh, asset packs for a lot of it, <laughs> okay. you know, cause it's first person and a lot of it's like 3d trees and things like that. But that this I'm is sure. a first person shooter, right? It's not a shooter. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's oh. not at all. It's a puzzle. Oh, it's, it's basically an A to A to B puzzle. So you go to A, you pick something up, you go to B, you pick something up, then you go back to A with B and then you can do something else. You know, it's like, like Bandersnatch. <laughs> it's it's more game than Bandersnatch. Okay. Uh and I, I'd say it's a better game than Bandersnatch. <laughs> um, it's now the bar. <laughs> it's definitely funnier than Bandersnatch. Okay. Um it's it's supremely weird in the way that like Portal is weird. Okay. Minus the puzzles. Instead of the puzzles, it's just the the most basic adventure game. Pick up thing at point A, go to C, pick up thing at point C, then bring them both back to A. That sounds bad. And you get out. Because it's the gameplay is not really the point. The is. point. It's you know, like it's got a lot of the world built around it, like Portal, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of funny, and there's like there's a but I where they did cut a lot of corners. And I like I don't have a problem with it with yeah. the corner cutting, but it's they're glaringly cut. Like when they want you to tell you where to go, they just stack a bunch of boxes in the in the place <laughs> where you could go, but is the wrong place. Yeah, and then they stack a bunch of boxes in this other route to make sure you don't go there. <laughs> like, look, idiot, don't go there. We stacked all these boxes, and then when the boxes are gone, it'll it has a narrator that'll type on the screen. A path has opened up. It's probably that room with the thing. Oh, wow. You know, like it's really, it wants you to move through this story. It's mostly about this story without wanting to be a, a walking simulator. So they, they had a joke and a pun 
and then put a game around it. Put a and and a story and characters. Yeah. It's it's and then there is walking simulator feelings to it, but I don't dislike it because they added in the extra A to B puzzle thing. Like that was enough and there's more story, there's more active story because they're guiding you through it. There's more active story than a walking simulator, like more explicit, you know, it's uh-huh. more spoon-fed. Um so like an example of of one of the jokes is like like I said, there's a narrator that writes on your screen. And so the, at the very beginning, it's teaching you, you know, the tutorial, how to walk and things like that. It's, you know, press WASD to move forward. That's the name of the show. Ah, <laughs> hamburger. Uh, <laughs> that time it worked. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, gotcha. I've gone full circle on hamburger. Gotcha. Uh, so it'll, it's, and then it'll be like, okay, click the mouse to interact. And then it'll say, it just pops up on the screen, pressing Q does nothing. <laughs> you know. And then later right. it pops up and it just said, pressing Q still does nothing. Pressing Q repeatedly does not do anything. <laughs> you know, so it's got some It's, it's like got a bad jokes. perfect circle. Or what was that game called? The Circle? This, yeah, The Circle. I like The Circle. Was it this, just The Circle? I think the James Urbaniac one? Yeah. I think it was the circle. Hidden circle? No. No, it wasn't hidden Fuck, circle. Fuck, we got to look it up. I don't right. It was it was the something circle. Yeah. It, that perfect was, circle is the tool is guy's it, band. Yeah, it's Maynard's band. That's definitely not perfect circle. Um, the hidden the I mean, the circle wasn't that that was that crappy Dave Eggers book that became a yeah. movie with Tom Hanks too. Yeah. Um no, it was like the something circle. I don't have my phone. I can't I, I look it up. I'm the magic circle. Magic circle. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, no, no, it's very different from the magic circle. Um, but the humor is wacky, is weird. I mean, you're basically, you're following, you're learning about how these corn, the, the scientists who made these corn things, because it's like, these corn things are such a dumb idea. Yeah. And help no one. So how did... How did this become a thing? And it's it's funny. Okay. Yeah, the characters that you don't see but that are that you're learning about are are funny. So it's nice. Did you finish it? Uh, I think I'm like eighty percent. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna finish it? Yeah, I'm gonna finish okay. it. Okay. Definitely. I, I, kept I think I've seen like it probably pop an up, and left. I was like, that looks ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, there's more ridiculous. There's also like you put together this teddy bear uh, AI that has like a robot arm. Who speaks with a Russian accent and who just like grumbles and follows you around and keeps calling you an idiot? Okay, like there's there's wacky stuff. <laughs> okay, um, but some, not at all what I thought it was then. Okay, some lazy some lazy production, you know, design design. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Or um, or they put in enough effort and just like didn't didn't want to take the time to <laughs> do the amount of look, the amount of work is not worth it. For, they're like you know what you're buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you're expecting something more, then that's on you. Yeah. <clears throat> well, my last one. Do you have another one you want to do? No, go for it. This, that's fine, I think. My my last one is a very small one. And I have a, there's a soft spot uh, for it in my heart. Because when uh, we brought the kids home, I was getting used to... This is when Kim and I were taking care of them by ourselves. My mom was gone. So I was staying up till 3 and 4... <laughs> So that Kim then could take over for for me and I would go to bed at that point. So I needed something very low impact and like chill and easy. Street level. 
street level. (laughs) (laughs) I needed something very street level. Um, And I loaded up. I don't even know why I decided to try it, but it's called Similand. And it's... I would call it a card game, but it's not. It's a sieve-building game where you don't really directly control anything. So you have cards that might as well just be like powers or something, but you draw them. And you play cards on the world itself to try and... Is it even on Steam? Is it just Itch? No, it's Steam. Okay. I see it on on Itch. It's S-I-M-M-I-L-A-N-D. Uh, that sounds right. I thought it was godlike card game. Yeah, you create a new world and play can play cards until the apocalypse. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so it's the the little people run around and request stuff, like oh I want to see rain, and if you play a rain card, then they'll like praise you extra and give you more of this praise resource or you know faith resource, which is what you need to play some of the cards, and if you don't, um fulfill people's wishes then you just don't have as much to play and you would you go through you play a whole game take whoops takes about 15 minutes you end it you get currency based on how well you did and then you can unlock new cards for the deck for the next go around like i think i did three or four full things and have probably 75 percent of the cards like there aren't a ton yeah but it's it's cool because the the world just exists and then you put a card down, and you just see how it affects everything. So you can, like if you play a plant on a grass, it'll produce this type of plant. If you play a plant on a desert, it'll produce like a tumbleweed. So it's it's like those games where, like Doodle God, do you remember that yeah, game? Yeah, I do. Where it's like you find the combinations that make things. Um, so, like, this person's like, I want to see Coral Reef. And then you realize that playing a plant on water uh, will make seaweed. But if you place a plant in, like, deep ocean, that's how you make Coral Reef. So it's a game about finding the combinations so that you're affecting the world but not controlling anything. And you try to make it as much of a civilization as possible before you're out of cards. So... <clears throat> Do you know anything about the people who make it? Huh. Silk Pop? No. So that's actually, I mean, like that, I feel like we could do a whole show, it looks like, almost about it. Um, or like a marquee about it, because it re- seems really interesting. It's a collective of game designers from the Netherlands. Okay. And they basically put out a new game every two weeks through their Patreon. Whoa. Which is $3 a month. And so they have... On itch, it looks like um, 30, 30 to 40 games, it looks like. Wow. Of really different stuff. Peppered, Clutch Ball, Kraken's Curse, Skidlocked, Frog Struggles, Dolor. I've not, like, I've not heard. You know, Similand is one of those. Um, most of these are $3 games. Similand is, is the only, or one of the only Five um, $5 ones. Um, so I'm guessing the other ones are a little rougher than Similand, but it's really interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I want to look into that. I, I really liked the aesthetic of it, and it's it's very charming. <clears throat> you know, I don't know, like you said, if it's a collective, if that translates, or if that 
style and sensibility would translate over to these other ones. Mm -hmm. But there, it was a nice thing, and it, and I think I just had no expectation, and it was just like I played it at the exact right time, where it was like exactly what you I needed. needed. That yeah. yeah, it was very simple, but it was like you you felt like you were doing something and. It was like you were playing a game with all those little creatures in the game, like all the little fake people. You weren't, you weren't like controlling them, or, or you know, they weren't your army or whatever. You were. They would ask you for stuff, and you could do it or not. And you would just play cards on the world on different land types, and just see how much or how far into society you can get. And I haven't finished it, but like some of the achievements are like launch into space. So like you're you can like help society through these simple cards advance like a crazy amount. They made a game called Lisa that looks much less harrowing than the <laughs> okay. other Lisa. Okay. Uh, a game about a dog and a girl, and one of the comments is just feed the bear a carrot. <laughs> so all right. They have a $6 game that's called Bamboo EP, an integrated collection of three bamboo-themed games. Huh. But they're, they're uh, like, that's... looking at gifts of their other games, they look interesting. They look very different from each other. Different art styles, different types of games. Uh, it sounds like... Super interesting. Yeah, it sounds very much like what you go to Itch to find. Yeah, but every two weeks they come out with a new one. Yeah. That's, That's so. If you support them for three dollars, you get like two three dollar games, essentially. Basically, it seems like it. That's cool. Yeah, I I would be curious to look in. I really enjoyed Simuland and played it. I launched it multiple times, which for a game that like like this, I was not expecting. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I think uh, is that a show? That seems like a show. Yeah, anything else? Bread. Wonder, yeah, I, I just <laughs> smell bread. And it smells amazing. <laughs> I just made bread. Uh oh, guys. or you're having a heart attack? Isn't that oh. a thing? Toast? Yeah. Oh boy. But it's bread. I smell bread, not toast. Okay. So Still I'm having safe. a some sort of stroke, uh, or like the lesser, whatever. The brain. I'm thing. drinking a bunch of Pedialyte. So. Uh oh. Because you're wasted. <laughs> I feel dehydrated. Um. That's for your babies. Jesus, you monster. <laughs> no, it's not. I bought it for New Year's. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So do you have anything else you want to bring up? No, I think mm -hmm. that's good. Mm -hmm. We hit a lot of different smaller things in our rapid fire marquee. Yeah. A new segment, I guess. Uh, and quick shout out to the Eternal Castle, Eternal Castle Remastered. If you guys have not seen this or heard about this, go watch the trailer. It is some of the most striking art I have seen in a very long time. You hear about this? You hear about this? Eternal Castle Remastered. Um, Did you play the original Eternal Master? No. Eternal Castle. Eternal Castle. Eternal Castle Remastered. It controls like a Prince of Persia or like Abe's Odyssey. Like mm, that type of high yes. rotoscope. Mm. But the, I have to show you the art style in motion. It's gorgeous. Mm. Um, you can find more at explosemagico.com. You can write to us, wazpod at gmail.com. Follow us at wazpod. Join our Steam group Which on is Steam. Wazpod group. is wazpod on Steam. We recommend games on the curator, um, games outside of what we talk on the show. So if you're looking for anything else or, seen other, or want to see what other stuff we have played or enjoy or other fans of the show, you can do that on the Steam page. And Ari, sign us out. Uh, there are other shows that you should check out on the Explosive Magico page. Um, 
There's the explosive movie show. Uh, Criterionauts is a triumphant return mm. with uh, different guest hosts. Um, they Chris McKayla. Dump dead weight Brian. <laughs> and ship uh, exploded. Lol JK. We're actually uh, best person on that show is Brian. So uh, <laughs> weird. <laughs> weird. Um, you can also check out uh, the other show that Joey and I uh, host called Unboxers. Um, where every episode we will provide a box for uh, the other person to open. And then it's just, it's like one of those YouTube uh, unboxing shows, you know, but you can't see anything. It's just you're listening to our reaction. Um, So episode five was an interesting one. That was where Joey opened up. I had wrapped up a slug. Um, That was a hoot. That was a good time, yeah. Yeah, that was a hoot. And then... um, Episode three was when I opened up a box and it was just uh, fumed gasoline that uh, I had ingested and immediately passed out. I struck my head on the edge of a table and bled out of my head. Um, Joey then took the box and just um, voluntarily uh, huffed the rest of it and just kind of laughed, but then threw up in the box. And actually episode... Four, which was the following episode, I opened that box up again, this time full of vomit and gasoline. Almost the same thing happened. So uh, check that out. It was really good. What's that show called? Unboxers. Unboxers. Exposed Magic. We'll see you next time. Unboxers.